users in the state of Utah who wanted to access their favorite pornography site were unable to when Pornhub made the decision to disable access for those in Utah after a recent law that was passed there that made it more difficult for those under 18 to access the site as we discuss the harmful effects of this lustful temptation. The Good Fight Radio Show. Welcome back to the Good Fight Radio Show. I'm your host, Chad Davidson of Good Fight Ministries. And on today's episode, we are going to be discussing a very important topic, one that has ruined the lives of so many, ruined so many mothers and fathers and kept them away from their children. And to discuss this very important topic is none other than the president and founder of Good Fight Ministries and pastor of Blessed Hope Chapel in Simi Valley, California, Pastor Joe Schimmel. Yeah, and I just hope our audience is prayerful. Uh, If you're battling something like this right now, uh, just pay attention and and just be prayerful, and God wants you to have victory. Uh, All kinds of people. It's it's destroyed, you know, churches, uh, Christian schools, uh, pastors. Uh, We're talking about pornography. In fact, one of the recent shows we did, Chad, we talked about what are the greatest threats that are without the church, not from inside, but outside the church that come in. And we could have, you know, pornography could have been the one Number of the ones one. we brought up. Yeah. In fact, we kind of did bring it up. We're talking about the loves, uh, lovers of pleasures and sexual sin. We talked about it a bit, but uh, I think, you know, we need to deal with this over and over again because this is one of the greatest plagues that, that Satan is using to damn countless souls. I would, you know, I'd be shocked if it wasn't in the tens of millions of people that just get, uh, it is as far as people that are getting damned by it, but even in the church, you know. So we got to be very, very protective, especially because the access that people have today mm. I remember when the iPhone had just come out and the stories I was reading about young people that were on their parents' iPhone and the stuff they were looking at, stuff I can't even, I mean, bestiality, all kinds of things, uh, that, and kids were being just desensitized towards sexuality. It creates monsters. In fact, studies show that uh, pornography, if you look at just almost any serial killer, he's a porn yeah. addict, you know? One should become addicted to it, and I look at this as a kind of addiction. Uh, like other kinds of addiction, of addiction, you keep, I would keep looking for more potent, more explicit, more graphic kinds of material. Like an addiction, you keep craving something which is harder, harder, something which which gives you a greater uh, sense of, of, of uh, excitement. Until you reach the point where the pornography only goes so far. You reach that jumping off point where you begin to wonder if, if maybe actually doing it will give you that which is beyond just reading about it or looking at it. If you look at those who are raping women and molesting children, most of those folks are porn addicts who get their starts seeing these things in pornographic magazines and videos and online. Yeah, and we actually did a uh, an entire series on pornography. It was called Satan's Sex Scheme. And yeah. it is so important for people to understand if you do not, some of the effects to the brain, how when you're looking at that and how the brain affects, we actually... Uh, played clips from doctors. Exodus Cry is a, a ministry that's out there that does a really good job exposing this all the time. Uh, they they battle legally and all of that stuff. And one of the things they put out was the the reality of it that people start to view women and not just women but men as well as objects. Yeah, absolutely. And now studies are also coming out, Joe, that deal directly with pornography usage and also this whole trans agenda. Absolutely. And really that it actually is a fetish. Yeah. And so, I, I mean, it's what we should expect because what the Bible warns about. And 
When I think of pornography, I think about the end times warning there in 2 Timothy. Because if you could talk about pornography without talking about pornography, how about that they will not have a storge? You have fathers who they will not have family love. So you have fathers who don't have enough love for their family because why? They're lovers of pleasure more than lovers of of God. They're lovers of self. They want to have certain feelings for themselves. Uh, And how many families are ruined because of this. Absolutely. And people don't even know, Joe, and and something we exposed in um, specifically the video, and we'll put every link in the description uh, here so you guys can check it out. Right, and we also have uh, the Kinsey Syndrome, which a lot of you have seen. If you haven't seen it, uh, I only say this because uh, it's so important to see in uh, Ted Bear for movie Especially guys. today. Yeah, and he called it one of the most important documentaries in the 21st century, and he's the most, you know, movie guy's the most popular movie uh, online site to check out to review movies. And that video, I mean, we literally, we document, you know, uh, without getting too deep into it, because we want to cover more ground here with some of the stuff that's going on right now. But we document that uh, through the research of Judith Reisman, who we've flew a couple different times to Arizona to interview, She's passed on now, but she was commissioned by the Ronald Reagan administration to check out the tie between pedophilia and and popular uh, you know pornographic magazines, which were at that time. She's checking out The Hustler. She's checking out Playboy. She's checking out Penthouse. We don't have internet child pornography today, just all of a sudden. It was incrementally brought into our lives, starting in Playboy magazine. And this has been going on for some time. It's, it's, we don't wrestle against flesh and blood, but the spiritual powers that want to destroy us uh, the rulers of the darkness of the world, as Paul calls them, are manipulating people that are sold out to Satan or don't even know who they're sold out to, but they're sold out to Satan. And they're, they're using them, these entities, to deceive the masses. Now, and when you look at it, Joe, one of the things that, as, as you talked about in the Kinsey Syndrome, and think about how long ago you that that came yeah, out, right? It's crazy. With that was before all, I mean, now cell phones, I, little kids, like I have to tell my 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 son's like, hey, you you can't be over there because that young boy has a phone, and I don't want to know what's on that kid's kid's phone. And these kids are nine, ten years old. Even I was, you know, you made Kinsey syndrome before I was in high school, I believe, or right around the time I was in high school. I didn't get a smartphone until I don't know two thousand and twelve or something. Wow. And so it wasn't like this easy access that anyone was having. Now everybody. Has it? I mean, the homeless people on the streets. Yeah. A lot of times, they have smartphones and they have Venmo. If you want to Venmo their yeah. money, I mean, it's Can access it, drugs. You know, bomb. Make sure everybody had a phone. And it is really wild when you think about that because that was warning about all of this stuff and the connection. And then one of the things we touched on, and one of the things that was amazing when we had Nico out there interviewing, was so many people had no idea. And this all lines up. And 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 guys, if you're wondering. You know, why is Dylan Mulvaney being talked about so much? Maybe because Dylan Mulvaney is a man who wants to dress up not only as a girl, but as a little girl and act like a little girl because these are weird, disgusting fetishes that people have when they are given over to the depravity of their mind. That that word story you had, right? Without family love, you know as well, the King James, it it says, it translates a little differently than lack of, it says unloving in most translations, but the Greek word is story without family love, astorge. But it's interesting, the King James says, last these terrible times will come for men, we lovers of self, covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient parents, unthankful, unholy, without, this is it, this is a story, without natural, natural affection. Yeah, amen. And that's exactly what Paul says in Romans 1, they put away the men, the natural use of the women, because the complementary way that God made men and women to reproduce the beauty, and they put aside 
and they became, and then in that past, the only other, other place we see Astorga used, they, and it goes on to say they'll be without natural affection or without family love. And you think about it when you look at the science behind it too, that they're looking at people as objects. Yeah. And one of the things that people, it was a revelation for a lot of people because, you know, when Nico was out there interviewing people, he was asking him, Do you watch pornography? Yep. Yes. 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 Uh, yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Oh, wow. All day. Yeah. The thing that yeah. used to be, used to be shameful, shameful yeah. is now bragged about. homosexual in the closet. Now it's paraded. Oh, it's all paraded. It, it, it's all pride, right? And, and, and when they found out, though, and a lot of people, it was kind of interesting because when they found out and we saw some people literally change their, oh, wow, I got to stop doing that. Continuing supporting and watching Pornhub, you were allowing this, this, the, the breeding of, of these I child tra tra trafficking. I could tell you right now, I'm going to stop watching Pornhub. This when they recognized, wait a second, a lot of these girls that you're clicking on these videos, a lot of them are being trafficked. Yeah. They are sex slaves. Yeah. And so... Sadly enough, and, and I pray for you, this is something I, I really want to, I, I just want to convey, and we're going to talk about what happened in Utah, because this all goes in line with this. It all comes together when you see what's happening. But so many people, Joe, and, and I hope just, just to bring conviction, so many people have Bible apps on their phone, the same phone that they're going to yeah. switch off their Bible app and go on to their porn. It's hub. interesting bringing that up because they glory in their shame. And that's, it's so out front today. So now where Christians would be, hopefully mortified to be involved in that kind of thing. Uh, there was a major porn site that basically their number, their, their names were all outed, right? Oh, hacked. Ashley Madison, yeah. Yeah, Ashley Madison and all kinds of professing Christian leaders were outed because they were in that yeah. that tank, you know? Some took but their it, own lives when they got exposed. Yeah, some took their, took their lives, you know? So it's interesting when we think about this because uh, when you talk about treated like objects, Hugh Hefner, right? Playboy Magazine, the founder of Playboy Magazine, and probably the probably I mean just disgusting guy, but anyway he do the Carl's Jr. commercials. Yeah, he'd be, he'd uh. this big jersey burger, and he say this is for men who don't want the same thing every night. And it was basically Carl's Jr. and it was a commercial about innuendo. You want you want to switch up your your, your the burgers you want? Well, you're going to switch up your women too. That's what he's saying there, and it's just wicked. But Chad, you mentioned people have Bible apps, but they're also got porn apps right next to their Bible apps. And uh, a story I read some years ago was uh, about a guy that came out of the porn pornography, pornographic industry from a, uh, a group over there in Florida that was pushing porn. He said, we specifically targeted Christians. And he said, the reason we targeted Christians, now he said it was because they're more upstanding citizens and we noticed that they would pay their credit card bills more. So from a human standpoint, they're probably thinking, yeah, let's target Christians. But the spiritual powers are like, hey, target Christians, but not so you guys can get more money, but that's who we're after. Yeah, that's yeah, that's how they do that. And I think about, you know, when we went up going to Israel and you go up to, to tell Dan and you go up to where the yeah. Northern tribe was there. And guess what? They were using the utensils that they were told to use in the Old Testament. At to the what? temple. At the temple to sacrifice to idols, to yeah. sacrifice the demons. And they brought them up north and set up another form of worship. And, it, and you think about that because it's like, wow, well, we're going to do the right thing while we're doing the wrong thing. And it, it it's heartbreaking, Joe. And 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 the reason we mentioned all of these things, the Astorgan gave a big introduction into this is to warn you because this is soul sucking. This is ruining so many fathers, so many mothers, so many brothers, so many sisters, ruining their lives. And and Joe, Pornhub is one of the most disgusting, despicable displays of this. And look, I, I want to read this. 
because it is so important because, Joe, you've mentioned this time and time again, Aleister Crowley, the poem that he wrote said, family, public enemy number one. And one of the things he said is that the old people are going to totter off into the sea, but it's the young people. Convert give me my youth. Convert my youth. Give me my young army. And even in the United States, right? Joe Camel, I think of cigarettes, right? People go, oh, wait a second. If we get the kids hooked, guess what? They're gonna, we're going to have them forever. That's right. And then people said, wait a second. They, we probably shouldn't allow these cartoons for kids. Same thing happened with vaping. Of course, people said, oh, there's nothing wrong with it. Now they're like, what on earth are you putting in your body? Yeah. But, but same thing with vaping. Oh, wait, look what they're doing. Oh, it's cotton candy flavor and all this stuff. Like what some grown man wants to smoke cotton candy. Yeah. I, I, you know, is it, come on, even, who are you going the for? the drugs with fentanyl, they look like little candies for kids. Oh yeah, ecstasy's that way too. Ecstasy, yeah. They would have look like Superman signs and all yeah, that stuff. Exactly. And so you look at this and this is Pornhub getting upset. And this is what happened. This is on NPR's website. In Utah, when users logged on to the adult content site Pornhub on Monday, they were met with a message that Pornhub, quote, made the difficult decision to completely disable access to the website in Utah. The block came two days before a state law went into effect that requires all adult sites to verify users' ages. So, Joe, they're upset about this whole user identification. And, of course, when it comes to Pornhub, they're going to say, well, it makes us really hard for us to figure out who's 18. That's really the problem. But the Oh, let us weep for you because you can't corrupt more kids. <laughs> exactly. And, and Joe, not only is this disgusting, but I do believe this is specifically so they can get those children. They want oh, young yeah. kids. It's about money, ultimately, too. There's a spiritual perversion there, but they're losing money. You know, they want, they know the kids are a big part of their access. And the love of money yeah. is the root of all sorts of evil. And this is one of those all sorts. Amen, bro. And you, you look at it and this is one thing that, that broke my heart too, because reading the interview there on NPR's site, here's one of the things it said. It said, but Utahans are finding their way around this Pornhub block. Virtual private networks or VPNs in Utah have skyrocketed. According to a recent Google Trends search, Utah tops all 50 states for VPN searches by more than double. So I think that this just proves people will get around government or company intervention to access what they want to access. Joe, this is telling me that this insatiable desire for pornographic material is leading people to try to break the law. I mean, that's ultimately what they're doing so that they can feed their flesh by any means necessary. And to see them moving all of these things in order to get this, it just shows you exactly that the Bible is true, that that the Bible is so true. And when you get to the book of James, and the the book of James talks about what happens, sin, Mm -hmm. lust, death, murder. Ah, Joe, this stuff breaks my heart. Yeah, and it breaks mine as well, and hopefully it breaks yours. Uh, and it needs to break your heart enough to where you do something about it, that you make sure you're not into it, that you make sure that you're guarding your children. If you have children, that you're guarding your heart. Uh, if, if you're going to be married or if you're married, uh, that you're praying for others you know, who are in this battle. Uh, it's interesting, Chad, because a lot of people may not re- realize just what kind of content sometimes Pornhub has, gives people access to. It's, it's very, very uh, wicked. In fact, just a few months ago, uh, there was a guy by the name of Rock, uh, Rocky Frank Shea, and he was, uh, well, he got in trouble because uh, he was basically collaborating with Pornhub and putting stuff that they were able to access with his 
in compliance with him. And he was a lawsuit was brought with regard to this man. I was going to call him a gentleman, but I do. I definitely will not, uh, because uh, he had basically lived with a woman. He moved in, and or they they lived together, and then he was basically drugging the kids allegedly and putting them in sexual situations and molesting a twelve year old boy, which got uploaded to Pornhub with the compliance from the stories that I've read with uh, Pornhub. And it's interesting because in total, videos of the victim's molestation generated almost 200,000 video views. Look at how many would-be pedophiles are out there and how many of these actually get influenced by this and they actually molest kids as well. 200,000 views uh, are 1,100 subscribers on Pornhub. The lawsuit read, quote, one video generated over 50,000 views by itself. Now, it's interesting, the CEO of uh, the National Center for Sexual Exploitation her name is Don Hawkins. She says, Pornhub is rife with child sexual abuse material, sex trafficking, rape, image-based sexual abuse, and other or non-consensual content. She goes on to say, there are even genres of Pornhub that promote racism by portraying young black girls being violently raped and abused by white men in authority. What lesson does this teach our children? And by the way, the, according to the U.S. Uh, Department of Justice, uh, Franklin, that is uh, Rocky uh, Shea Frank Franklin, I'm sorry, that's his proper name, I guess, was sentenced to 40 years in prison for, quote, sexual exploitation of a child, advertising child pornography, and distribution of child pornography. So my question is, well, you know, how does Pornhub even exist still as a facilitator? Well, they, they, they've, there's been a, a lot of different cases uh, that people brought against them for things like this. And I think one was a 13-year-old girl whose boyfriend put her her stuff up yeah. there, you know, things like that. So, but it's interesting if uh, I read that if you go to the Pornhub site in Utah, that uh, Sherry Devell or, or Sherry Devil, maybe I'll mispronounce her name, right? Uh, she goes on to say that, well, she laments that, you know, they don't have access to us in Utah. She's a, a so-called adult performer, if you know what that means. And she laments that for Pornhub, she speaks for them that they don't have access in Utah. And she says she's upset because this puts kids at risk. Yeah. I'm not kidding. You see that one? She says it puts kids at risk. I'm like, you know, it just it just breaks your heart, but it also makes me want to throw up. It's like, we see Satan doing this, right? We see this with the trans movement as far as trying to infiltrate this and indoctrinate our children in our schools. And they want access and they say, well, we can't really be the trans and you're inhibiting us from being who we are if you don't let us gyrate sexually, us men at dressed up as women in front of your five and six and seven-year-old kids. You know, that you're, you're, this is our right and we need to have access to your kids. Really? And you're harming the kids because guess what? The kids aren't able to really be who they probably want to be if they see who we are. So really, we're harming the kids because we want to protect them from this demonic filth, you know? And it's, it's, it's heart-wrenching because the Bible says, you know, in Isaiah 5, around verse 20 or so, they'll call evil good and, 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 and good evil, and they'll put darkness for light and light for darkness. They're doing that in Isaiah's day, but Second Peter says these false teachers will do just what those false prophets are doing in the end of days. There'll be mockers and everything else. So here we are again, guys. Uh, it's, it's like Jesus said, it would be like the days of Lot. And here we are, but we, you need to protect your children. If you haven't seen this message we did, I don't know, about a month ago now, Chad, three or four weeks ago, called Protecting Your Children from the Woke Agenda, a Sunday service message I did. We play a lot of clips. Uh, you, you need to be aware of what's going on. Make, let your family be in what's going on. And I, 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 the reaction to that, that particular message I gave was way stronger than I even anticipated because several people in the fellowship that don't, always come up to me afterwards were later talking to me about, man, they were, they were 
they were shocked to see, wow, this agenda is actually going forward because we show how it's a demonic, satanic agenda started with Crowley and others, and it's biblically, we're biblically warned about it, and we need to be on our toes. We need to be watchful. No, I think it's so important for us to see how wicked it is and understand it and understand that it's not just something that's happening in back alleys. And Amen. so many people might have, you know, seen a Liam Neeson movie and thought, oh, well, trafficking Joe, sex trafficking is somebody being kidnapped in a foreign country. They take yeah. him to a boat and they sell it to some rich overweight guy, right? That's how most people probably perceive it. Yeah, that's what they think. Yeah. That's what that's what they're thinking. They're like, this is this is what trafficking is. But actually that doesn't bring about the money that Pornhub yeah. itself yeah. alone. Oh, yeah. And I wanna I wanna read from this story because this is a story that was was exposed. And on Twitter they've tried to actually make it trending as best as they can. Hashtag trafficking hub because that's ultimately what it is. And this story, I, I'm gonna read I'm gonna read from this because this is heartbreaking, and I want you to know, if you are going on Pornhub and accessing Pornhub, you are helping this happen. I'm, I'm just being honest with you. I want you to know that. And this is a story. This is on Layla Micklewait, uh, her, her Twitter. She said, a 14-year-old girl was coerced into getting nude on camera while predator Tyrone Zachary Sawyer Jr. secretly recording her. He uploaded the illegal underage abuse to Pornhub. Classmates found it and shared it. Horrified, the girl demanded multiple times that Pornhub remove the abuse, but they ignored her and kept it monetized on the site. A year later, the day after the first Trafficking Hub uh, protest against Pornhub on International Women's Day, she finally went to the police. Sawyer got only one day in jail, and Pornhub got to keep all the money they made from placing a year's worth of ads on her abuse. Guys. Wow, that's crazy. So listen, we're telling you Pornhub according to, and these are just tip of the iceberg. Anecdotal, you know, yeah. We're talking about a 14-year-old girl, you know, being put up there unwittingly. Uh, that was different. If you thought Chad was telling the same story I was about a 13-year-old girl, these yep. are totally, totally two different, different stories. stories. Yeah. Uh, the 13-year-old girl was complicit at first, and then she had a change of heart. because, Well, she said she was forced. This one, she didn't even know, you know. And the 12-year-old boy being molested by a man, and then he puts it up on Pornhub. Uh, this is so wicked, folks. This is the wicked world we live in. So we cry out, even so come, Lord Jesus. But we, Jesus said, occupy till he comes. So we have work to do. And we're supposed to be salt and light, influence of the world, preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ, uh, knowing that we're not going to change everybody's heart. We're knowing that Jesus is going to have to come and he's going to wreak havoc against the wicked who are doing these things that refuse to repent. But again, we need to warn them before it's too late. But uh, it's also imperative that we understand that God wants you to have victory if you're struggling. Because Chad made a very, very important point. If you're going to Pornhub, or these outlets that are doing these things, you are helping facilitate and helping grow these movements that are hurting young girls and obviously boys and people of all ages, really, you know, corrupting grown men that are becoming more and more wicked and callous themselves. But uh, the, the Lord gives us victory over these things, you know. I'm sure Chad and myself, both being young men before we were Christians, uh, both were operating, as the Bible says, by the prince of power of the air, mm, uh, living yeah. according to the lust of our flesh, lust of the eyes, the pride of life. That was our past lives. But you come to Jesus, he gives you a change of heart. So first and foremost, if you're not saved, it might be foreign. You're like, well, how could I ever overcome this? Man, if you repent, you say, God, have mercy on me. Because you might think, I don't have the strength. Well, you don't have the strength in yourself. You can't live the Christian life without Christ. But if you recognize your sinner and admit it, he'll draw you by the power of his Holy Spirit. And you need to respond because he's drawn you right now if you're not a believer. And he wants you to repent and he'll give you repentance. He'll give you strength. And you just have to say, God, have mercy on me. I'm a sinner. And turn from this darkness 
to the light of Jesus Christ. And when he comes in you, you'll be born again. You'll be saved. You'll be a new creation. The Bible says old things will pass away and all things will become new. He'll give you a new heart. So I have a desire now to, to bless my brothers and sisters in Christ, not to live more for myself, but to live for Jesus, to take up my cross daily and follow him. And it's interesting, and deny myself and no longer try to save my life and lose it, but lose it and give to him and save it and actually have abundant life. Jesus said the thief comes to steal, kill and destroy. But he says, I've come that you might have life, that you might have it more abundantly. As a Christian, you're saying, man, I've become a Christian. I've had some victory, but I'm struggling lately, Joe. I, I need victory. Well, listen to some of these scriptures. First of all, 1 Corinthians 10, 13, Paul says there's no temptation that's taking you that's not common to man. But God's faithful, who with the temptation will also give you a way of escape that you may be able to endure it. So don't think that, man, well, I, I just don't, there's an escape. His name is Jesus. You, you turn to him and, and, and cry out to him and he'll give you victory. It's important because Paul says these temptations are common. Don't think, man, I'm, I'm the worst Christian at all because I get tempted in these areas. Guess what, man? It's been said that, uh, you know, you can't keep uh, birds from flying around your head, but you can keep them from building a nest. Amen. You need to take initiative and cast these thoughts down in the name of Jesus Christ. And also keep in mind too, you can make a covenant with your eyes. I love what Job said in Job 31.1. He said, I've made a covenant with my eyes. I love this. So not to look lustfully at a young woman. And I love Psalm 101.3. I will set no wicked thing before mine eyes. I hate the work of them who turn aside. It shall not cleave to me. So what you do is you say, hey, guess what? I'm not going to access pornography. I'm not going to put any wicked thing before my eyes. I love that Psalm, Chad, because he says, he's talking about being in his house. That, that's so cool. He says, at my house, he's a man of integrity. He's saying, I'm going to make sure in my private life, I live a godly life. A couple more scriptures. Uh, it's important to uh, flee sin and be in fellowship with believers. 2 Timothy 2.22 says, flee the evil desires of youth and pursue righteousness, faith, love, and peace. If you're pursuing those things, you're not pursuing wickedness, right? Uh, and he says, pursue these things along with those who call on the Lord out of a pure heart. You know, I visited Chad's house because Chad's my good brother. I love him, but he's also the, the husband of my daughter, one of my daughters. And I visited them recently and just a couple days ago. And it's just neat to see some of the young people over there just fellowshipping. Young people go there all the time. So I think you guys had a Bible stay there of 25, 30 people recently. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just, and they've got, they've got uh, one room with four other kids living in that one room. So. So if you think we're living high on the hog, no, okay. Uh, in fact, Chad needs a raise, okay. But anyway, I mean, it's it's kids climbing over each other, but it's a little small little condo, and it's a wreck in some ways. I don't know why I mentioned that, but it breaks my heart. I'm like, we got to get you out of there. Uh, anyway, Chad, it just blows me away because it's just young these young men and being in fellowship keeps them strong, you know. And I love this. You also need to pray. Jesus said that we're supposed to pray. One of the things he said in the Lord's prayer, we call it Lord's prayer, it's really the disciples' prayer they gave to us. He said in verse 13 of chapter 6, he says, he says, you know, part of that prayer is, Lord, lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil or from the evil one. And in John 20, or Matthew 26, 41, in Gethsemane, he says to the disciples, he says, pray. He says that you do not enter into temptation. The spirit's willing, but the flesh is weak. So you need to be a person of prayer. You'd be crying out to the Lord in prayer. And I just give you two more verses or so. Psalm chapter 119, verse 37, turn my eyes away from worthless things. That's a prayer. That's what you should pray. Lord, turn my eyes. Because you don't have the strength in yourself. Chad and I don't have the strength in ourselves. We have to rely on the Holy Spirit. He empowers us. Turn my eyes away from worthless things. Preserve my life according to your word. And in Psalm 119, verse 9, it says, how can a young person keep his path uh, pure? By living it according to your word. Live according to God's word. Be in God's word. Meditate it day and night. Verse 10, though, back to the prayer. I seek you with all my heart. Do not let me stray from your commands. The last scriptures I'll give to you is in Galatians 5. It says in verse 1, stand fast the freedom with which Christ has set you free. 
Stay on the freedom that Christ set you free. And he says, don't be entangled in the yoke of bondage. He says, don't go back to the law of Moses. But then he says, don't swing the pendulum the other way and get into the flesh and think, oh, I'm free so I could do what thou wilt. No, he says, then he goes on to say, do not use, and I think it's in verse 13, do not use your freedom or your liberty as a pretext to serve the flesh, you know? And then he goes on to say in verse 16, walk in the spirit. You will not fulfill the desires of the flesh. So guess what? As Chad and I are walking in the spirit, we're praying, Lord, use us, and we're ministering to you. Guess what? We're not struggling with pornography because we're walking in the spirit. Do things for the Lord. Serve the Lord. Put your hand to the plow. Don't look back. Go forward for Jesus and make that a habit and then leave all that pornography and all that wickedness behind. Yeah, and Joe, I know I know, we're, we're right up against the time, but I wanted to add this, this last thing because I actually wrote this article. It's on our site. It's called Pornography Through the Lenses of Scripture. And I ended it, and the reason I wrote it was because of a message you gave. Blessed Hope Chapel, if you haven't seen these, I don't know exactly which message it was, but it was when you touched on the battle in Exodus chapter 17. And I want to read from it because I, I want to finish it up with this because it is so important. And you had mentioned being in fellowship, being with your brothers and sisters in Christ, you know, and, and this one was something that stuck out to me. And it's why I wrote the article is because of that. And it says in Exodus chapter 17, we read of the battle of Amalek and Israel. Not only did Moses raise his arms to heaven, but his brothers came to his aid when he didn't have the strength to hold them up himself. So it came about when Moses held his hand up that Israel prevailed. And when he let his hand down, Amalek prevailed. But Moses' hands were heavy. Then they took a stone and put it under him. And he sat on it. And Aaron and Hur supported his hands, one on one side and one on the other. Thus his hands were steady until the sunset. So Joshua overwhelmed Amalek and his people with the edge of the sword. And just one final thing, one of the things I, I brought out was James 5, 16 in the article. Therefore, confess your sins to one another, to pray for one another Amen. so they may be healed. The effective prayer of the righteous man can accomplish much. Remember, don't let Google know more about your struggles than a brother in the Lord. Pray without ceasing. Do not simply pray that God We'll get you through the struggle, but pray until he does. And we encourage Amen. you guys and carry one another's burdens and therefore fulfill the law of Christ. Praise the Lord. Get with your brothers. We <laughs> love you guys so much, man. Press on in Jesus. God bless you. God bless. You've been listening to the Good Fight Radio Show with pastor and author Joe Schimmel and host Chad Davidson discussing contemporary issues in light of the Bible and how they relate to family, culture, and the church. To learn more about Good Fight Ministries, visit us online at goodfight.org. Join our growing social media family and consider partnering with us at patreon.com slash goodfight.